0: Another episode of the BJJ Tap podcast. I'm your host, Mose Jones Yellen. I'm a propo belt, train at Team Link in Hooks at New Hampshire. Team Link. This is episode number four. And I'm super excited about this one. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I had the opportunity to visit Essential Jiu Jitsu in Hartsdale, New York, which is the gym that JT Tour opened up a few years ago. And after the competition class, JT and I sat down for an interview and we talked for almost two hours and if you don't know who JT is he's a third-degree black belt under Andre Galvao and uh, this didn't come up in the interview but he may have actually been the youngest American Jiu-Jitsu black belt uh, when he received his belt back in the day from Jared Weiner shout out to Philly and he's had a ridiculous amount of success in both Gi and no Gi competition capped off by winning back-to-back ADCC championships in 2017 and 2019 and soon he's going to be flying across the pond to lead the American squad against the Brits and the Irishmen at the upcoming Polaris event on August 7th. Uh, that's 2021 if you're listening to this later on. From the future. This episode is the first half of our conversation Now we talk about the power of nicknames, the trials and tribulations of opening an academy I busted out the soundtrack from his ADCC training camp and watched him get a little hyped up. And I even got to hear from his new wife Yolanda Yolo. Congratulations were in order. They had just gotten married the weekend before this interview and all that's in part one. Also my cell phone rings, not once but twice, uh, which is embarrassing, but you know, what can you do? I'm learning as I go. I also want to plug the second half of this interview uh, where we talk to JT about how he studies jiu-jitsu, how he teaches jiu-jitsu, and we have some lightning round questions, and I cut this first episode off on a cliffhanger after asking about his favorite recovery methods, so we'll pick it up at that point in the next episode, but if you enjoy this first half, the second half is pretty banging, also. banging. And one last housekeeping thing before we get started, For better or for worse, this podcast is not going to have a set schedule. I'd love to say that these shows are going to come out once a month or bi-weekly or whatever, but that's just not the case. So if you're enjoying listening to this show, uh, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, But I would really appreciate if you subscribe and leave that little notification thing on so you get a heads up when the next episode drops. They don't need the little notification thing just subscribe i'm shooting for about 10 shows a year so it's not gonna be anything crazy all right so without further ado here is the first half of my interview with jonathan jt torres jt sitting here with JT. What's going
1: on? What's going in, on? in
0: Essential BJJ, Hartsdale, <laughs> New York. I'm super excited about it. Um, so JT, I've been, I've been intentionally uh, not calling you JT Torres because your name is Jonathan Torres and JT Torres doesn't make sense, but I don't know if you have an opinion on that. Do you, do you, like when someone says JT Torres in the back of your head, are you like, that doesn't make sense, bro?
1: Uh, you know what? It doesn't make sense whatsoever. Um <laughs>
0: it hasn't for That's what years. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, it,
1: it hasn't made sense. Uh, but I got so used to it now that it's just it's just it's my name now, you know. When but did it,
0: when did JT start? When it was... started
1: when I was like 11, oh, 12
0: man. years yeah. old. So You can't get away from it. I that. can't get away
1: from yeah. it. And uh it happened actually with my karate teacher. He's the one who first called me JT. Out of mm-hmm. the blue, he just JT and yeah. ever since that day, it stuck. Yeah. So when I started competing, going to tournaments, people would ask me, oh, what's your name? Or what's your student's yeah. name? They would say JT, or I would say JT, because it was just quick and easy and easy to remember. Well,
0: it, 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 I'm not surprised that that's the sort of thing got, that got put in place by a coach. Because yeah. a coach yelling from the sidelines or, or coaching on the mats, you do gravitate towards short, quick, Mm-hmm. Uh, identif- easily identifiable terms and names, you know, like calling someone JT is freaking easier than calling them Jonathan Torres. 100%.
1: 100%. <laughs> I agree.
0: Yeah. Although, uh, you know, it's the Dan Hurst style to hit the first and last name.
1: <laughs> Jonathan Torres. Jonathan Torres. <laughs> Gordon,
0: Gordon Ryan. Gordon Ryan. Right. Right, yeah, right. Like how many Gordons is the fucking New Zealander talking to? Right. Exactly. <laughs> not,
1: not too many. Exactly. <laughs> not, not
0: too many. But, uh. Jude, I, I dig the respect of the full name.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, even yeah. even myself when I coach my students, I tend to find myself calling them by their nicknames. Yeah. It's just easier and faster like you said. So when you're out there coaching, yeah. I mean, I guess there are some people who like to say the full name, but I think it's easier to well, say I, the short name.
0: I also noticed in class today there's a lot of nicknames. Like yeah. you 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 there's at least like you were rattling off at least like eight different, yeah. you oh, know, yeah. there was a Mako and a...
1: Mako the Draco.
0: <laughs> Mako the Draco. <laughs> Who else was on? There was, a, there, was, there was a few. I was like, oh, all right, he's, you know, he's you got know, names.
1: You know what it is about nicknames too, man, that I noticed? Um, and I noticed it with myself at a young age when my uh, sensei at the time gave me a nickname... it it almost felt like it was empowering like it powered me up like almost like a superhero name I'm like that's like my alias right so when you give people nicknames you see they get into it man like when we call so Mako for example we call Mako the Draco Mm -hmm. so it's a little longer than saying Mako Mm -hmm. but when you say Mako the Draco it just sounds like
0: Oh, that's a character
1: it's a that's That's, a character right there man that
0: that that is a character with power exactly right that's a character that's gonna go out and and do work
1: exactly man exactly you should come to one of my kids classes one of these days you'll see all the nicknames i got man i got nicknames like tiger shark and horsepower and you know all sorts of names that when you hear them i'm telling you when you when you call the kids by their nicknames it powers them up man and i think it has the same effect on the adults too
0: no doubt. To, yeah. th- to, think, to think otherwise is silly. Like yeah. you, it, as an adult, that nickname still yeah. holds that same power. Yeah, no doubt about that A question that comes to mind from that is I'm curious about you, JT, the competitor, and all the things that that identity has compared to you, Jonathan Torres, the you know, more complete human right. who exists off the mat. Can you describe some of the differences between that, that character who's on the mat and then your more complete full self?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question, man. I don't think I've ever been asked that question, man.
0: That's, that's how we bring it. You're, on the you're BJJ hitting me with the tab. good questions
1: right now, man. Dude, you didn't you did you read the questions <laughs> I sent you?
0: The answer is no. He obviously did not read those questions, and that is fine. We're, t- we're tip of the iceberg <laughs> yeah. right now, bro. We're going
1: deep. So um so JT man, JT and then Jonathan. So JT is the you know, the world class. Competitor and coach, um, he's the guy that's known to being who, who, who's known to be super serious and focused on the mats, and also very motivating. Yeah. That's what I've been told. That people get motivated to be around me, and they get fired up to be around me, and when they're training with me. Um, Jonathan is is super low key, man. It's <laughs> super low key. Um, big homebody, to be honest with you. Yeah. Jonathan's a big homebody. Yeah. Likes to really. Take time to himself and his family and his loved ones and just hang out and chill out low key, low key yeah. style. Nothing crazy, yeah. nothing major. And I think it's that way because I have to balance it out, right? It's almost like I have two, it's like I'm two in one, really, right? And if Jonathan was also high, strong, super active off the mats, it just wouldn't work out. I think it would be in a collision course somewhere down the road. Are there particular scenarios that you can think of where it is
0: more advantageous to pull Jonathan out and to be Jonathan, you know, in the in the real
1: world? Absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, you know, whenever I'm met with a situation that presents a challenge off the mats, you have to be very level-headed these days, right? Yeah. If you go out there and do something crazy, it's some, you know, it, it could change the rest of your life. So... I'm confident in myself that I can take care of myself if a situation were to arise off the mats but I'm also level headed because of Jonathan right so it gives me that uh, it gives me that ability to be able to think on the spot and make the right choice without having having to act or it it lets me act in the right way I should say Mm -hmm. so um, I think it's a big advantage to have that man Um, it also helps on the mats I mean I, I, I feel that both of those, I guess you, I don't know what, call it personalities or... I'm what, thinking of them as characters. Characters. Two, those, those two characters help your, one another. Your man. avatars. Yeah, my two <laughs> avatars, man, exactly. it's a good way to put it. They definitely help one another, man, where even in jujitsu, man, when you're in a tough spot, you can go high intensity and be tough and scramble and move, but there's going to be times where you're going to have to slow down the game and think, be able to think on the spot and think in the heat of a moment where there's a lot of pressure on you. So it carries. it carries... On and off the mat, what I just said there—be able to mm-hmm. think in the in in a split moment where you have mm-hmm. to make the right choice. Mm-hmm. Do you, when you're preparing for a tournament, do you intentionally turn
0: on JT more? Like, you, like I, I'm assuming, yeah. So I'm 100%. assuming, like, as you you've talked elsewhere about doing eight week camps. Yep. Yep. So in an eight week camp, is there a point where you decide, you know?
1: We're just going JT on the mat, like we're, 100%. we're Yeah. So, how early does that start? It starts the first week of that camp, and to be yeah. honest with you, out of an eight-week camp, I'm JT for a solid seven weeks to six weeks, six to seven weeks. The last week or two weeks, I transfer over. I start thinking a lot more, make sure that I have my game plan set in my brain, know that I have everything ready to go for when those moments of you know present themselves during the matches that I have upcoming. But uh, those first six weeks, seven weeks of that camp, it's all JT, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time to bring the savage out.
0: Right. No, I, I see that. And then uh, when you are when you are rolling, not in preparation for competition, when you you when you when you're a professor, yep. you're here, you're running class. In those scenarios, I'm assuming you're basically on the mats maybe six days a week. Yeah. Right. You know, a couple times a day, probably. Yeah. Um, in in that sort of off-season space, how often on the mat do you
1: pull JT out? Be honest with you, not that often. Not that often, man. Um, even in a training session like this today that we had, you know, it was still a good training session where we still train hard, but we're just training hard to stay ready for those big camps to come up, right? When those big tournaments come around, that's when we step it up, mm-hmm. and that's when I bring out the JT, the yeah. Savage, right? And I think... It's important to do that because if not, you'll burn yourself out, right? You'll burn yourself out, and you can't do that all year round. People who say, I train super hard all year round, seven days a week, every day of the year. BS, man. Just, just stop it, man. Um, it's, it's impossible, I think, for the human to do that unless you're on all sorts of super supplements. I don't know. Well,
0: I, I think even then. Even then, it's,
1: like it's still hard to do. The reality is, yeah. like the the
0: reality is, I think it is probably unhealthy 100%. And, to, and to your detriment to stay in that zone too long.
1: Hundred percent, man. is not healthy. Hundred um, percent.
0: So you've got. I, I heard. Uh, I think maybe one of your brown bolts on the map yeah. talk about um, signing up for the for the Masters in yes. November. Yeah. So. I'm assuming there'll probably be at least a handful of people from essential yep. going down to the masters. For what do you start to do differently for those handful of students? Or how soon do you start to do something different for them? Do you start, how soon?
1: So for them, I like to give them like a good, um, I would say like five, six weeks of of training geared towards that tournament. So, you know, today like what we did, uh, you know, we ran through some drills and just basically a lot of rolling a lot of rolling king of the guard well, today let me can i run through yeah, just what we did today yeah.
0: so i had the pleasure of being at the competition class today and i don't know was it 90 minutes or something yeah like n- that? 90 minutes straight. 90, 90 yep. minutes straight and we started with uh i think it was maybe 10 minutes to take or 10 10 minutes of flowing through basically take down pass guard submit yep. real easy catch and release yep. type stuff just alternating with your partner uh I think it was, that was 10 minutes yep, of that yep. and then 10 minutes of from the guard sweeping, passing, submit from the guard just alternating partner after or back and forth with your partner and I had the pleasure of actually being in a three-person group which gave me a little time to rest, no <laughs> lie I about passed out in the warm-ups but I, I was in a three-person group and JT was one of those people so I got to feel his you know, movement and it was pretty sweet and then a little time to hydrate and play King of the Guard King of the Guard, yep. Burst, busted through at three people for King of the Guard. Freaking nogi, slippery yep. monsters, uh, yep. monsters both from the top and from the bottom. Did not, did not uh, comport myself well at all in King of the Guard. It was awesome, and uh, <laughs> did and, great, man. Did and great. then we, and then we did rounds for I don't even know, I, I couldn't six six thirty six minutes of rounds thirty six minutes of rounds with a minute in between, right? A minute in between, minute yeah. minute of rest to get a quick sip and yep. kind of, and I think I think basically. Every round I don't think it was enforced, but every round basically started from the feet. I think I from started from the feet. Yep. Yeah, I started from the feet, I think every round. I might have tried to get out of one. <laughs> and and someone told me in the middle, they were like you can't take off. And I was like, Oh, it's that Unity bull crap where where <laughs> once once you take off a round, you're done. So Once like, you're in, you're in. Once you're in, you're in, and once you, you you're out. Hit the showers exactly. So, uh, so I, so I did all the rounds and about threw up twice. So. Great, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I like <laughs> to hear, actually. So during, so during that time, to to go back to the question, what you were saying was, if I recall, class like this, you're not pulling out the JT at, maybe for brief moments. You can be yeah. able, but uh, but basically, we're not preparing for any, You're not preparing for anything specific. So JT staying in the in the back pocket. But at some point ahead of that IBJJF Masters, there are students who are gonna start pulling out their competitive yeah. uh, uh, mentality yep. on the mats. And how do you make that change happen,
1: you know, five, six weeks out? So what I like to do is basically recreate the scenario they're gonna encounter when they go out there to compete, right? So I do things like super fights, have them start in situational uh, positions where I'll give them a goal where I'll tell them, for example, hey, you're down two points right now. Right, they're disadvantaged. Yeah, you're down two points. You're in the finals of Master Worlds right now. You're down two, and there's 90 seconds left on the clock. I want you to start in your best position, like let's say a sweeping position. Of course, I'm not going to start in a full locked-in arm bar, right? But we're going to start, hey, start. What, what's your best guard? De La Hiva? Okay, start with your De La Hiva grips, and you're going to start from here. Person on top, whoever your partner is, your job is to just, just stall. Stop stall. Right. Don't do anything. How much time is on the clock? 90 seconds. 90 seconds. 90 seconds. So pretend you're trying to That's do something. That's a fair amount of time. Yeah, because, right? you know. Because Masters is only, f- I think they're five-minute rounds. Five-minute rounds. So it goes quick. So you have to be ready for that. So, you know, Master Worlds is it's a tricky tournament, man. If, if you lose sight of the clock... It only takes one mistake for you to lose a match. Yeah. if you Even by one advantage, because the, the time runs so fast. Time those runs fast, and the rule set of IBJJF
0: is very precise. Yes. You know, those advantages count. Yep. They're very consistent,
1: and a lot of matches get won by... Between two points and an advantage. They're close matches. Exactly, exactly. Super close matches. So I try to recreate that for my students in, in, in the training. So I put, I put them in those situations where they have to react. They have to rise to the occasion. And really that's the, one of the biggest things we focus on for those, for those like camps, for those sorts of tournaments, mm-hmm. recreating the situations you're going to encounter. Sometimes another one I like to do are, another, again, 90-second goes, where I'll have them start from the feet, and I'll tell them, the first to score submit wins. Because usually, again, those matches go by so fast, usually the, the person who wins those matches is the person who scores first, oh, yeah. right? It's the person who initiates oh, yeah. their game plan first. The
0: stats the stats will show you yeah. that you get those first points, your odds of winning that
1: match are, are the roof. almost overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. So I, I try to preach that here in the room. Uh, when you're training to compete, you have to make it a habit to to be the first one to initiate their game plan out there. Because if you sit back and just wait to see what your partner does, chances are you're gonna drop that match. You're gonna lose that match, right? So you have to you have to be ready to go. You have to be able to bring that savage out, right? And that's just the way it is, man. You just gotta be Yeah, and that's the style that you have brought
0: like, from your matches as a kid, like, because you, yeah. on YouTube, like, you can look back at, like, what did what did JT look like <laughs> when he was, like, fighting out of Philly? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Under, uh, was it Winer, right? Yeah, yep, and Jared, yep. Jared Weiner, And, uh, and, like, and from that point, it's obvious. Like, you are the sort of competitor who initiates, who pushes the, pushes their game, pushes the pace. Like, that is something that has
1: worked for you for, like, 15 years. 100%, then, man. 100%, uh, I always tell the guys here, everyone's ready for a match, right? But no one's ready for a fight. So if you bring that fight out there, I'm not saying go out there and go wild and not know what you're doing, but when you bring the intensity with your technique combined, man, you're a problem. Are you watching those Daisy Fresh guys? Oh, I I like what they're doing. Yeah, it it reminds me a lot of what we used to do when I was down in Maryland. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely see what they're doing, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, tell me more about that what what reminds you of maryland about seeing those daisy fresh like flow grappling? Oh, first of all shout out daisy fresh yep, yep, Flow yep. grappling you guys yep. are putting out great stuff it's super inter- super motivational yep yep. uh so what what do you think when you look at
1: that and it's reminding you of maryland what's the what's what's the parallel uh, just uh just hard training man just straight up hard training and when I was living in Maryland, where we're, when I was training at Lord Irvin's, the fighter house, it, right, we had a fighter house. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. I see a lot of you know similar things between the two groups. Where it was a group of guys living together, which I got to say was one of the best times of my life when I was in the fighter house, yeah. living with the guys. Yeah. Um, and you were like nineteen. I was a kid. You're yeah, I was a kid, nineteen years old. Nineteen 20, years old. 20, yeah, 22. those early, early, early years. Those years
0: were many people, because those those are the years many people are at university. It's their first time living in yeah. dorms and whatnot. Very similar. That was or, my dorm. That was your dorm. Yeah. Just <laughs> a, a bunch of dudes, though. <laughs> savage. Bunch yeah. of savages. Yeah. It's like the worst nightmare of a, of a dorm. Imagine if, imagine if you are not a jujitsu guy and you show up and that's your freaking dorm. Well,
1: I, I used to sneak in my girlfriend, who's now my wife. Uh, I used to sneak her in, and uh, man, she was uh, disgusted, to say the least, of how we lived. We just had geese stacked up everywhere, um, dirty geese. I remember at one point, our washing machine broke from washing too many geese. It was crazy, man. But again, it was still, you know... One of the greatest times of my life, man. It was, some, it was something I would never forget. So I'm, I'm going to take
0: this opportunity. You, you mentioned your girlfriend, now your wife. Yep. Uh, Jonathan Torres. Yep. What, uh, has any, has any, did you do anything last weekend that uh, might have been significant in your life? I had my My wedding.
1: Yeah, yeah I got you married. Yeah, got married last week. Yeah, I got
0: married last weekend in Philadelphia. I'm gonna, I, you said thank you. I'm gonna say congratulations first. That is awesome. <laughs> thank I, you. Thank I, you. I'm, that from 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 one uh, married guy to another. Thank you. Uh, it, it's the best thing I ever did, and I and I know just from being a fan that Yolanda's been in the corner. Uh, oh, many from years. day no. one Yeah, you know many we, years we uh, and so I, so I respect uh, her role in, in everything you've
1: done and yeah. I think it's awesome yeah. that like yes. you guys
0: like decided to get married
1: like, yeah. last, last weekend last weekend what and was the wedding like what was the wedding like the wedding was uh, it was a, a great party yeah. and it was a great mix of our family and our jiu-jitsu friends how how big a thing we talking here we had like 150 people that's significant yeah, yeah. so it was a good amount of yeah, people yeah that's a good people in, indoors outdoors it was indoors okay. it was super hot so yeah. I'm glad we were indoors yeah but it was a great mix of people man and it was the first time we really brought our families or our families each our families together and then our jiu-jitsu friends on top of that together yeah. all in one room and, and it was uh it was, it was a great party, you said. Great party, awesome. man. Live, um, live music or DJ? We had a DJ with a little bit of live music, actually. So we had a little bit Both. of two. Yeah, we had Why guy, not? We had one guy on bongos and stuff like that. Oh, it was cool, man. Oh, that's nice.
0: Yeah. That's nice. Excellent. Um, do you mind if we talk about it? Like I know I, I, sh- I should. Okay. I all right. So uh, how did you ask her to marry you? Wait, no, that's jumping the gun. I shouldn't have said that. Who asked who to marry who? I, I made
1: assumptions. I, I asked to marry. I asked her if she would marry me. You're such a traditional yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I asked her to marry me. I think it was it was October, November, somewhere around that time. It was after ADCC, actually. So ADCC was, it was in September. So it was like a month after ADCC, 2019. Wait, 2019. Yep. Okay. I was
0: thinking October last year. I was like, like in the midst of the pandemic. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this is going back a couple years. 2019.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So it was after ADCC and we have been together at that point almost, I think, eight years already. Bended knee? Yeah. yeah I bent the knee. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't wear my Jordans though. Good. I, I, well, I wore a pair of bands so I can, you know, crease them up. <laughs> i respect uh i respect the game so continue yeah. so um it was after adcc and i remember after that tournament uh i always tried to take a little little vacation afterwards because just to relieve you know all, all of the work so I put first of it. all first of all
0: in that tournament my man comes home with the belt yep right two time champion yep. re- repeats and still yes sir right then comes
1: home, decides to take take a break. And in his off time, he's like, I'm going to bend the knee. Exactly, man. Exactly. So we took a little break. And, you know, I love her. She loved me. She loves me. Or I hope she still loves me. Right, Yolo? Um, a, a wry, a, a
0: wry <laughs> grin from from Yolanda who, who is overseeing the interview.
1: <laughs> so I knew, I knew she was the one for me. I knew it was the next step in my life. And I've always been someone who wanted to start a family as well. That's something I always look forward to. I've always valued my relationship with my parents, especially with my father. Me and my father are super close, and me and my mother as well, too. But, you know, I'm a boy, so obviously I gravitated more towards, you know, doing sports with my dad and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. This is Big Will? Big Will. My dad, Big Will. And he was the one, actually, who would take me up and down the East Coast in his beat-up Toyota Camry to all the, like, weird, small, local grappling tournaments. Reliable vehicle. Toyota Camry would get you there. we drove that thing up and down the East Coast. I don't know how many miles we had on that thing, but that thing went until... Until the wheels fell off. Exactly, man. Exactly. So I always valued that relationship I had with my parents and my father, and I always told myself, one day I want to have that. And marriage was the next, was the first step into doing that, in my opinion, and in my book. So... After I won that second world title, I felt that it was time for me to focus back on my relationship again and and take that next step. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did, man. I, I took her out to our one of our favorite scenic views here in New York on the Hudson, um, in Tarrytown actually, uh, where you oversee like the Tappan Zee Bridge, yep, and you see uh you see New York City skyline down down the the Hudson and I asked her to marry true, me. True Westchester kid. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And I asked her to marry me and she was ecstatic, and she said yes, obviously. And she she, she give you a little pause, just to make think about it. She 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 just took like a big like. <gasps> that's nice. And then she said yes. Yeah, course, that's you know? nice. And uh, yeah, and then you know we we actually were set to get married, uh, back in April, and it got postponed because of COVID. So, it worked out where we had the wedding and there was really no restriction so everyone could you know dance and be together and hang out and mm-hmm. hug and mm-hmm. and just you know see each other mm-hmm. be happy to see one another mm-hmm. that's excellent yeah. that, that sounds that sounds wonderful yeah it's great man. um I uh this podcast
0: isn't about me but uh <laughs> my wife and I uh, got married in Philadelphia at Fittler Square I don't know oh, if you're nice. familiar Like, are you familiar with I know you trained in Philly and at different times have been in Philly I'm somewhat familiar, familiar with it so Fittler Square is a, a small little like one block park okay in oh, I want to say it's in like the 20s or so kind of in the downtown area and we lived pretty close to there so that's the same place I had asked her to marry me oh, under nice. the tree yeah. and then later on then you know probably almost a year later or six months later we got married in the same park and uh and it's been great so nice man congratulations thank you I think uh I think strong partnerships are are a wonderful thing and it's uh marriage isn't for everybody but if it is for you uh it can be a wonderful thing no I totally
1: agree man I, I feel when you have the right partner in life you it's just you know two heads think better than one right oh dude and and there's more uh
0: Having the right partner can enhance so much of your life. Absolutely, like, I wouldn't have done half the stuff I've done with half of the good luck and just hard work. And if I if I wasn't with my wife, yeah, who was my girlfriend for years and yeah. years and yeah, yeah, yeah. So not I, not I to agree, jump man. to a, to a different topic, but I want to play you a song. All right, play All it, right? man, play it. So so I, just okay. to, just to give context uh i can tell from the music during the uh during class okay. that like we share some parallels in terms of like 90s 2000s hip hop like i was like i, I was like it. okay i know this i know this soundtrack but i did hear i was wondering if you would listen to this
1: and see uh <laughs> you. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: man you you're going to bring jt out man you got to be careful man <laughs> uh, that's when I walk out. That's when I walk out. When the beat drops, man. You got me wanting to fight right now, man.
0: <laughs> you could you can. We can roll right now if you want. I'll take, I'll take one for the team. Watch JT come out. <laughs> All right, we don't have to listen to the whole thing, but I wanted to.
1: Man, when that song comes on, man, it, trans- it, it transforms me and it brings me to a different, into a different zone, man. It's crazy. So when, when were you listening to that? I listened, to, uh, so that's, I really first discovered that, so- that song um, during the training camp for ADCC 2017. And during that camp, I was here really by myself. I only had a few students at the time. I had like two it, was, it was it was early, right? Early. You
0: would just open, or I don't know if how just, but like you would pretty much just open the I school. Had, I, ju-
1: I had just opened the gym. I remember I was here. I used to teach the six o'clock morning class. I was here at six a.m. taught that class. I would sleep on the mats with my girlfriend at the time and my dog. We would sleep on the mats. Would, uh, you can just you can just call her your wife. now. My wife now. Yeah, we would sleep on the mats, and we didn't have the ACs in here so it was during it was summertime during the time so we had like just fans um, what, what time of year was it when the tournament happened September so, so when I was training, training for it, it was summer. like July and August so like kind of this time of year freaking hot hot,
0: hot, hot humid New hot, England New England yes. humid
1: hot and humid in here man so and we didn't have the shade so if you see the windows see so these <laughs> shades right here these shades are, actually, these shades are expensive.
0: Oh, yeah. To get the custom thing? Yeah. and yeah. They, I had yeah, no yeah. idea,
1: man. They no. were expensive. No. So when we first moved in, we didn't even have shades in here. So it was just like a greenhouse effect in here. It was just hot in here. So I will come in, teach 6 a.m. class. I will wake up at 5. You had the showers, though, right? We had showers. Oh, okay. We had showers. So I will wake up 5 a.m., come to 6 a.m., sleep, wake up, go get breakfast, then I would teach 10 a.m. class, then 11 a.m. would come around, comm class, I would have like a few purple belts coming and train with me, and I would train my ass off even though I only had a few training partners, right? I would make, obviously the training was was made for me in the sense that it was yeah. centered around me, so everything we yeah. were doing, which wasn't just regular rounds, it was since I had purple belts and I was technically better than them, I would have them start in, you know, in positions they had the advantage with, right? So on my back and full mouth and side control and I had to go live from there and do different things like that. Just a, that's just one example. But that, that's the kind of training I was doing. And I remember just being hot in here and I would just play March Madness all the time. And whenever that, I don't know, for some reason I that beat, just when I it's hear gritty. that beat, man, it's, it's just, I don't know, man, it just gets to me, man. I just vibe with it like on a different level. And I, like I remember being hot, dehydrated, I'm losing weight angry, hungry, and I hear that beat come on, man, I would just push through anything. I, I yeah. would literally push through anything. And, you know, when I, I always like to make a little playlist when I go to compete. So when I warm up, I get to listen to music, you know, get me in the zone. And I say, you know what, I'm gonna make a playlist with just March Madness on it on repeat. So that's the only song I listen to. And, and, and you know, I like the lyrics, I like future, but you know, Future. I don't know if he's known for his lyrics. I think he's known more for his. Well, so here's here's a yeah, thought. Yeah. Here's a thought. Because I have I have similar
0: songs. I, yeah. I, I listen to music, and uh, I think there's something about that mumble rap where the lyrics yeah. are are obscured. Mm-hmm. That is helpful for for just hitting you in the psyche. You don't want to yeah. think about. I don't. I don't want to be thinking about lyrics. Yeah. But I want to feel that that grit yeah. and that emotion and that like. All right, like it's time. Like claws are coming out right? yeah. like we're, we're, it's time to go yeah and I think that that particular so I think future style um you were playing uh some designer I listen yeah, yeah I have uh I have panda yeah, on my yeah. I have listened to a lot of panda yeah.
1: and the lyrics make no sense <laughs> no sense it's not to a I lyric
0: heard. but like there's something about the the rhythm and the the bass drops at yeah. a point
1: and you're like time to go it's like, time to go time man. to go yeah. So I was literally warming up to that song over, just repeating. All the time. All the time, man. I remember in 2017, ADCC was in Finland, and it was in September. In Finland, it was already kind of chilly out there around that time. And I remember the... The tournament it seemed to be like in a in a, in a hockey arena. Yeah. So they, well, have they probably it. got a lot of those in Finland. Yeah, yeah. So they're yeah, <laughs> <I'm assuming, laughs> right? like they're like every town's
0: got like four <laughs> hockey arenas. They're <laughs> so like, oh yeah, let's do let's do jujitsu. Let's put the mats out. So they put Man. the
1: mats out, and on top of the ice they had like these like super thick like. Oh, like rubber, like almost like puzzle pieces, oh, okay. but like super thick. It wasn't yeah. like mats. Yeah. This wasn't their first rodeo. Yeah yeah, and, yeah. yeah. yeah, And, but through the cracks of it, you could see the ice hmm. or f- at least feel it. Yeah. It was cold.
0: You knew, you knew there was
1: ice under there. Yeah. It was cold yeah. in there, man. Yeah. It was cold, but. It's not cool. Y- you had to warm up extra, right? You had yeah, to warm up right. extra. And that song though, what I'm trying to say is that song, when I was listening to it, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even feel the, the cold, man. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't yeah. feel anything. Like, after the tournament, people were like, man, it was so cold in there, and the match was so slippery, and I yeah. I'm like, I didn't notice anything, man. I was in the yeah. zone. Yeah. Because of that song. How much time do you have between
0: matches? Do you remember? Like, do you, do you have hours uh, between matches? No, or no. do you have,
1: like, 40 minutes between matches? Like... I would say, like, 20 minutes. 20, okay. 30
0: minutes, I would so say. So you, you have a little bit of time to recover, but not crazy.
1: Not crazy, yeah. no. But I was twenty just minutes is kind. Yeah,
0: twenty minutes, half an hour is kind of good because it's yeah. enough time to cool off. If you need to, you can like you could actually like take a quick nap, like five ten minute nap. Yeah. just yeah. totally zone oh, yeah. out. Come back twenty or half an hour, twenty minutes seems like a reasonable amount of time. And so during in between matches, are you headphones on, just for fucking pumping that song? Yep,
1: hundred percent, man. I'm just I'm in the zone, man. I don't want to wow. talk to anybody. I don't yeah. want to, you know. Have conversations About anything Um, I'm there for one reason One reason only man It's to take care of business So What are you eating In between there? Oh man I like to eat Fruits And like you know, like, little, like, trail mix packs and things like that. Nothing too heavy. Yeah. Um, just good little power are you
0: hitting? Are you hitting, like, Gatorade or, or
1: yeah. electrolyte drinks? Yeah, yeah, deal? absolutely, yeah, yeah. man. I, I love my Gatorade. Yeah. I know people, some people hate it. Some people like it. I like it, you know. I, I feel like something along those lines yeah. where, it's, where
0: it's replenishing not just water but the salts in your body. Yeah. Like, the amount of salt you're sweating
1: out, Gatorade, yeah. like, it's doing something. Especially in those matches, man. Those matches, like, can sometimes go th- 20, 30 minutes, man. Right? Yeah. The last one with with Lucas Lepri,
0: yeah, hit overtime, yeah. Do you remember, in between the uh, re- regulation time and the overtime, what Andre Galvao said to you in, before the overtime started? Do you remember?
1: He was like, "Go, go make your dream happen, man. You know this. This you know, make it a reality." Yeah, and. It's exactly what I did, man. As went out there, it was one of those moments where, you know, it's like two juggerna- juggernauts just clashing, boom, boom. And you boom. would you would run up against each other. You had a whole history, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, man, oh yeah. yeah. And the thing is, um, the year before that was it. No, I'm sorry, that was 2017. So the but the year before that, me and Lepre fought. In the semifinals of the Gi Worlds, super close match, man, super close match. And I felt that I won that match, you know. Um, and what was, what was the call? I don't. I... It, it, they gave him an advantage at the end. Okay. He came up on a single, and my knee hit the mat. The rule says that your hip has to hit the mat. I checked the rules afterwards. Yeah. The hip has to hit the mat. My knee hit the mm. mat, so it wasn't an advantage. Um mm. I thought I had a little bit more control in the match, mm-hmm. but hey, leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Leaves a bad taste in my mouth, right? Well, um, and look, I have no problem admitting. There's times where I've lost matches clear, clear as day. I have every, no problem admitting it. I've got my ass kicked before. You everybody know? does. Actually, Leprechaun kicked my ass before, and back in 2014, actually. Hey, Leprechaun kicked a lot of dudes' asses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so. Actually, so, so I'm gonna talk about that a little bit now. Yeah. In 2014, I made it to the finals of the Gee Worlds. Right? right, made yeah. it to the finals, man, and against Lepre. Now, leading up to the finals, man, I was on fire. Yeah, killing everybody. Man. Yeah, killing everybody. Yeah, and I can see people were like, and there's man, there's
0: multiple matches. Like you have like yeah. you probably have like four or five yeah. matches leading yeah. up. to Yeah, leading the up to that point, yeah. yeah,
1: killing everybody, man. And in the semifinals, I, I just took out uh Michael Lange, which is like mm-hmm. like yeah you know right hand man yeah. when it came to those brackets and at the time I mean Lange is a multiple multiple time world champion he's yep he's no joke so I just took him out in 2014 and this is still when Langie was still like around his prime <laughs> <man. Like laughs> he's still a killer and I beat him in a in a great technical battle man I remember I just you know going back to what we spoke about before being able to think in the heat of the moment yeah I was thinking I was Beautiful game plan executed, man. It was great. And wow. I had the crowd going crazy, man. Yeah. Um, Did you have a specific game plan for him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely, okay. man. Do you, mind, was... do you mind going back and, and telling me what it was? Yeah. So the game plan, so uh, Langie's known for his guard. His okay. guard is nearly impassable, man. It's okay. just hard to deal with, right? Yeah. Uh, so the game plan was to double guard pull with him, right? Oh, you were going to pull. That's that's to pull. Okay but i knew he wasn't going to come up he didn't want right. to come up you know so we're going to double guard pull so i can come up and grab the advantage so that's the that was the rule Rep. then Rep. i think the rule may have changed i'm not sure now um, but we double guard pull i come up i get the advantage yeah now my job is to try to keep a solid game on top and try to keep passing right mm-hmm. now The goal though wasn't try wasn't trying to pass his side control, which is very difficult to do on him. The goal was to try to pass to force him to turtle and expose his back.
0: Yeah, that was the goal. Which is which is classic for you. You love forcing people to turtle. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So the idea is to pass and through whatever pass you're choosing. Are you are you thinking smashes and knee slices that kind of stuff? Yes. Exactly. And then try to then try to get him to in order to prevent that pass. Roll the
1: turtle. He has to roll the turtle. And then attack the turtle. So that was the plan there, and I was doing a good job of that. And I think he may have gotten a sweep, but I was ah, okay with it. Okay. Because I had the advantage. And I, I've, yeah. in the matches we've fought before, no disrespect to Lange, but he's known for his guard. Not mm-hmm. really his top game. And, of mm-hmm. course, he's still incredible on top, but I right. know I'm able to sweep him. Yeah. So I was able to sweep him back. Swept him back. Now I'm still winning by the advantage. So again, he has to kind of open up a little bit more with his guards because right. he's down to right. the advantage, right. right? Which is exactly why I want And him he's out- looking to submit from the bottom? I want him to
0: work what, from behind. What do you think, or you probably know because you scouted him, but what, what's he looking for from the bottom?
1: He loves like collar and sleeve and applaud a triangle. Ooh. He loves that. He loves yeah. it. Good legs then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So in one of those transitions... He dropped a turtle. He dropped a turtle. Got him to turtle, man. And then I rolled out to his back, one hook in. And um, that you know that's how I, I secured the match there, man. Tell me more about getting from turtle to the one hook in. Do you remember how you did it? So uh, it was actually coming off from a, was it from a sweep? I got to go back and watch the match. It's been okay. a couple of years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're going was, back. It was one of those. It's been trans- like six years, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those transitions, I think. um the transition was off a sweep where I came up and started passing right away right, and ex- forced him to expose his back. Mm-hmm. Now, I got the hook in, and the thing was... Bottom hook or top hook? I got my bottom hook in first. Nice. And the thing was, I remember, this is where thinking came into play. If I would have kept attacking the back then it just counted as me attacking the back. It would have ended another advantage or whatever. And at this point, at this point, time was running out. If I would just abandon the back and just came on top, they would giving me the sweet points. And that's what I did. Mm, mm, okay. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up scoring off that and okay. winning the match. It was a fun match, man. Yeah. It was like a high-paced match. People loved that match. Yeah. People call it one of the best matches ever. Um, just, just, just to mention, people call it one of the best matches Yeah, ever. yeah, yeah. People See,
0: enjoy Some it. people say that, but then like, you're fucking JT Torres. You're probably right. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, shit, I got to watch this match, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Right. That's
0: awesome. I tried to go back and find this match afterwards, and I wasn't able to. But I did find matches between Michael Lange and JT Torres in 2011 Pan Ams, 2013 Pan Ams, both of which JT lost. And that makes the subsequent victory even sweeter. I wish I had known that beforehand because it would have been a nice thing to bring into the conversation.
1: Yeah, I ended up winning that match, man. Then I made it to the finals. Yeah. And on the other side of the bracket was Lepre. Who had probably awesome at smoking people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, right. he's, you know, now leading up to that point, you know, keep in mind, uh, I've, I've beaten Lepre up to that point a few times. Yeah. I, I beat him back in Brazileros. You beat him young. Beat him young. I yeah, beat him in 2011. I submitted yeah. him. Then I beat him in ADCC 2013 in China. Right. Um, so leading up to that okay. point, I have victories on and then him. 2015 was the knee injury. Yeah, injury yeah, yeah. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So in 2014, I get to the finals of the worlds. Yeah. But the times I've beaten in Leprey before, up to that point, they weren't in the finals. They were quarterfinals, semifinals, right? Yeah. But for some reason, when I made it to the finals for the first time, I just like kind of got a. Frozen in the in, in the headlights, you know where I wasn't ready for that moment Wasn't ready for that moment and he ended up kicking my ass man. And I thought to myself after the match Man up to this point. I had beaten Leprey before I know I can beat him What happened there? What, is it that he got that much better than me in, in two years in the last past? I'm like no way. I'm still training. as hard. He's training hard. I know we're both getting better I think what happened I just wasn't ready for the moment. I yeah. wasn't ready for the pressure that that moment brought. That was your first time in the that finals. That was the first time in my, in the finals of a major yeah. tournament like that. Yeah. Fast forward a couple of years. And remind me, so 2015, yeah. how old are you? Um, mm-hmm. 2015, so 2017 I was 28, 28, uh, 26. So 26. So you're like 26. 20, yeah, 20, yeah. yeah,
0: 26 years 26, old. 26, first, first time in the finals. Leopardy's across the way.
1: Well, it was the first time in the finals was 2014. Oh, 2014. So, was tw- right, so was 2015
0: was Right. So 2014. So you're 25, 24, 25. Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah. I wasn't ready for the moment. You're a child. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still a young guy, man. Still a young guy. So beat me up. He won 14-0, I think. And like I said, I remember thinking to myself, mm. man, what, what happened there? And I just wasn't ready for the moment. I wasn't ready for the moment whatsoever. Then 2015 came along. Wait, wait, but let's let's yep. go back to you're thinking about it as if you're not ready for the moment. Yep.
0: Did you after you after you recognized that,
1: what did you do differently to be ready for those moments going forward? I focus more on the mental side of the game where I try to convince myself that all these moments are the same. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's the first round or the finals or the second round or the third. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. I, I let that match being called the finals get to me. I'm like, it's just... A, it's. What's the difference between me fighting Leopardy in the finals or fighting him in the second round? It's still going to be tough as hell. <laughs> you know? Right. The different. Yeah, the difference is all in your head. It's all in my head, man. Yeah. It, and it isn't a thing like, oh, well you know towards the finals you're a little bit more tired no that's not an excuse because I'm in top shape for these tournaments you know I'm in I'm in my best shape man I can go 10 finals you know um I so that's what I did man I focused on that and then 2015 came out with a bang won Euros I won Pants yeah um I think I took bronze at Worlds that year um and then I got well let's go back to Worlds Mm mhm I won Euros I want pants. I'm on fire. Yeah. I'm feeling ready. A week and a half before Worlds with the Gi, we're training. Some guy jumps close guard and just destroys my knee. Just jumps close guard right into my knee, man. And I remember my knees swell up.
0: <laughs> All right. It's so totally unprofessional. No worries. I'm getting, I'm getting calls. Oh. You gotta uh, take that? No, I do not. But I'm getting. But it's good that I got the call. Good, good, good. You can tell that I have not really worked out my system. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, I just leave my phone
1: on. No
0: worries, sorry. no worries. BJJ Tap Podcast. <laughs> We're learning. Uh, I'm sorry. So you're you're in the middle. So do jumps guard. You're, yes. you're in the middle of. You're in the middle of. You got that call I got that call too. Pro- today. But a professional has his. Phone on vibrate? S- because cause he knows the game. I'm, I See, I just got so much to learn. All right, my phone is on vibrate now, too. This is not true. In fact, my phone is still hooked up to the Bluetooth speaker from playing March Madness. So, I'm sorry, to pull it back, you're kind of having a fire season. Fire, man. You're, like, you, you're, so, you win, you win, was it Euro, PANS? Yep. Getting ready for Worlds? Getting ready for Worlds. Jumps guard, jacks the shit, which knee was it? My left knee knee.
1: Yeah. How's your knee doing now? Great. I had surgery on it that year. Right. It was like meniscus. Meniscus. Yeah. Formal yeah, meniscus. Yeah, but it was, right. you know, it was, so he, the guy jumped close dark a yeah. week and a half it, before Worlds, man. And you
0: were still, I, I've i heard you talk about it. I feel like mentally you were still going to Worlds for a while. A oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I was still going to yeah, go for
1: Gold. Yeah. But in the back of my head, I knew my knee was jacked up. I yeah. knew the dude jacked it up. And I'm like... I'm like, why you know, like what the hell are you doing, man? But it is what it is. It happened, right? And I went out there, competed, and I lost in the semis. You know, I could say here, if it wasn't for my knee, I would have won gold that year. I don't know. No one will ever know. But it is what it is, man. It definitely held me back a little bit. Um, I had a bucket handle tear, so what was happening, my knee was locking. My knee would lock. Yeah. And I wouldn't show it, but my like there was points where my left leg was just locked in position. (laughs) I don't know how the hell I competed with it, but I did. Yeah. Um, and I got onto the podium. Wasn't happy. Wasn't pleased with the results because you know, coming off the finals of last year. Yeah. I was looking for gold, man. Yeah. But we had ADCC that summer, that September coming up, <laughs> 2015 in Brazil. So I said, you know what? Screw it. That's over with. Time to focus that on ADCC. ADCC.
0: Was in Brazil.
1: Was in Brazil.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was it in Rio? Or was it? Is it? Uh, do you know?
1: I'm sure I could find I, out. Yeah, I
0: think yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I, well, Sao Paulo.
1: Sure, Who knows. I think okay. Sao Paulo. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It was Sao Paulo. But anyways, that was my next focus. Yeah, that, right. Right. I, you know, out of the 8 weeks, so we started training hard for it towards the end of July. So I took those few weeks between worlds and July off to kind of recover the knee a little bit, try to do my best. Yeah. But the knee was still jacked up, right? So I started training hard for ECC, you know, in July. I did about five weeks, six weeks of the training camp. Mm -hmm. And it came to a point where I left the training room so frustrated, man, with tears in my eyes because I just knew I, I couldn't do it. So there was one point where I was trying to play butterfly guard and I went to extend my hook out to try to elevate and my leg just got stuck stuck so yeah. bad to the point where I couldn't move it for a solid 30 minutes to an hour I remember Jesus I had guys Christ. shaking out my leg yeah. to try to get that little bucket handle tear out of the joint Yeah. so you you had been to a physician you knew exactly what the injury yeah. was at this point yeah. but you had decided you had not yet decided to have the surgery no Yeah. so then I went back you were to working the working through it yeah I was working through it like and, a knucklehead yeah like a knucklehead man yeah. and then at that point when that happened that day in that training session I told myself like, what am I doing man so I went and saw the doctor again and he told me he goes look man realistically you can further damage yourself as you continue training and if you go compete with your knee like this and two he goes as of right now it just seems like it's just your meniscus that's torn because you could already have done damage to your acl and if you haven't you're on your way to doing that yeah, right. so when he said acl i was like man i can't play around with acl man um so I had to make the tough decision of pulling out of ADCC 2015, right? And Having the surgery, and doing surgery, man. Did you have uh, like medical insurance at that point? I did, and it was running Whoa. out because I was still under my 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 mom's insurance. So I had to do that. Had to surgery. get it done. Get it done. And so yep. I was turning 26. I think yeah. that's what it clock was. clock is ticking. So I I had the I, I spoke with the doctor. I'm like, hey, look, doc. I'm running out of time with this insurance. Good He's good. Uh, me in before the good San Diego surgery, yeah, exactly. right? High quality, yes, dude is used to yes, working with athletes. Exactly. Military. Yes, yeah. yep. Good. So um, I got it fixed, man. I sat out three, four months letting it heal. And three, four came, months is a long time. Yeah, it's a long time, man, a long time. And during those three, four months, I kind of thought to myself, man, if I was to further injure myself, how am I supposed to survive? Because at that time, I was only making money really by competing and teaching seminars and privates here but if I'm injured I can't do any of that so I started thinking about my future I'm like you know what I gotta, I gotta build something that can sustain me in the future and for my family one day and that next step I think was opening a gym that's what I thought to myself it's opening a gym I gotta open a gym one day and just you know do something that and my guess is the idea of opening a gym had been rolling around for a while. Yeah, that was always a goal of mine. You know, at some I, point,
0: if you're a high level martial yeah. artist, like that, just, just
1: part of what's in the cards. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So when the injury came around, I sat around for a couple months. I thought to myself, okay, I yeah. got to start planning this the right way, and I got to make it happen. What did you you say you had to start planning this? Did you literally have a plan, and what was on that plan? So the plan. Was to pack all my stuff up, drive across the country. You still rocking the Camry? Uh, n- no. So at this time, so the Camry was my dad's. Actually, I had a Corolla. I, I Hey man, <laughs>
0: apple doesn't fall far yep, from the tree. Yep,
1: yep. So he had he had the Camry. I had the Corolla. Um, but actually, what we did, we we rented a Jeep so we can fit some stuff in, mm-hmm. and we drove the Jeep across the country. Um. I actually got one of those shipping pods. Like oh, yeah, like right. A little, a little pod storage pod. stuff yep. everything stuff in there, and, and stuff, someone yeah. drives it across the country for you. Shows up at the right address. Yeah. When, yep. yep, yep, exactly. So that's what we did. And the plan was to get back to the East Coast. And, and you're doing seminars along the way, along right? Along the you way, gotta, yeah. Gotta... We stopped in so many different cities, did so many seminars, which was great, man. Um, do you,
0: uh, so many seminars. Do you think it was like dozens, or do you think it was like a dozen?
1: I, I probably did like I would say between eight and ten. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, so no, not crazy. Like not, you because yeah. you could do dozens. You, you yeah. could decide like I'm hitting three seminars in Alabama yep, and yep. four seminars in North Carolina. Exactly. Yeah, but, but, okay, the, so but you, then
1: the drive would take like oh, three weeks. Then, well, yeah, right? Right. Exactly. You um, gotta you gotta live out of your suitcase. Yeah, for a, a month. yeah. So we we did the drive like in a week, okay. week and a half, because we we're stopping. Very reasonable. Yeah, so yeah. Not crazy. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah Unpro- unprofessional no no worries unprofessional. man no, no worries man so we did the drive <laughs> so we did the drive and we got there in a week and a half and we actually landed in Delaware where actually my wife's family lives and we we stayed with them for a few months and what we were doing we we're driving up and down the turnpike a couple days a week to go look for locations in North Jersey and here in Westchester County, New York. So I knew I wanted to be somewhere outside New York City. So either on the New Jersey side or the, you know, in New York. Yeah, yeah, within that uh,
0: kind of easy commute distance yes, from, exactly. from like real downtown. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say we are in Hartsdale, super convenient train stations right yep, here, yep. parking behind the building. I yep. did all of that today. Um, so you have a couple of months of, like, scouting locations.
1: Yes, what exactly. Are you, what, are,
0: what are you looking for in a
1: location? Good spot. I was looking for, like, you're, like you just mentioned, you know, somewhere that has parking and yeah. somewhere that has um, access to to a train, right? Because I, you know, <laughs> right. it's convenient. Being on the train line yeah, super it's, convenient. it's convenient. Yeah. Um, and we found exactly that here in, in Westchester. To be honest with you, my goal was to be in North Jersey. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't find anything. And, yeah. and the things I did find, they were just super expensive and... At the time, too, is my first business, so not a lot of people. They're like, "Oh, who's this? You want to open right. a karate studio? Right. Like, what is this?" Um, right, right. How old are you? Yeah, yeah. We're, we got another show, tenant. In show in me mind. your uh, credit. Yeah, show me your credit they, record. Exactly. So we found this spot, and the the landlord here was willing to give us a chance, and we took it. Man, we ran with yeah. it. And was it uh, how? What changes took
0: place? Because right now it's totally open, beautiful Fuji mats, so all this stuff. But I imagine when
1: you first came up the stairs, it didn't look like this. What did it, what did no. it look like when you first no, came it up? it didn't look like this at all. So yeah. we had, so we have two poles here, right? One and two. So that was two weight-bearing walls. Yeah. So it was actually three rooms in here. It was one, actually four. One, two, three, and four rooms. Mm-hmm. Um but the reason why I liked it was that it was already, it was a yoga studio before us. Mm. So they had the two locker rooms already put in Mm -hmm. with no showers, Mm -hmm. but they had a good layout, you know, a a layout that made sense. Yeah. And it was already, uh, zoned for For some sort of physical activity. Yeah, So for anybody who's ever owned a business or ran or tried to open a business, zoning laws and permits and special permits are a pain in the ass. So, um, <laughs> right. So you know. So, so, it, you, so you learned a lot about yeah, the I, I the learned, local planning board I learned and uh, a lot, man.
0: Yeah, uh, filling out the right forms. I, I, I
1: thought it was just coming in, signing a lease, and you boom, you go. That's what boy, you thought. Boy, was I wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, I learned a lot, though. I Seriously, learned a lot. You're,
0: you're here on Main Street.
1: Yeah. And, you know. Yes. Yeah. Makes this is big. People paying attention to you It's Ex- this place. Exactly. So you know, I went through all that process of. I had to hire an architect, an engineer, um, things that cost a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to get professionals
0: involved. They got to yeah. stamp the plans. They, they got
1: to stamp it. I needed that stamp.
0: Do you have? I'm assuming you do. Do you have like a uh, a gym carpenter or a gym electrician yes. who like trains here and like yeah. do a little work in the, on yeah. the
1: weekends or something? That's so, actually one of my black belts here. Wojtek. We we'll call him the Polish Hammer. He's a contractor. <laughs> And he literally built this school, man. Shout out to Boy Tech. Yeah, shout man. He's, a, he's actually a friend of mine for over 10 years now. Nice. We've known each other since he was a blue belt and I was a brown belt. Mm-hmm. So we used to train with one another back in the day, or actually in this area. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I moved to Maryland and moved to California. And, you know, years later, I came back to New York oh, and we linked so back you, up. So
0: you trained with him. Early on, early, left early, left for like another adventure yes, and came yeah, back like came eight years back. later. And then I, nice. you know, did you get? Him. Did you give him
1: his black belt? Or was he a black belt when he came back? So he he was a black belt oh, when nice. we when we linked back up again. Okay. Yeah. You know, but now he represents essential. Now he's essential. Yeah. JJ black belt. Yep. yep. Nice. And he's got his own school up in oh, Fairfield, Connecticut. Good for, good yep. for boy. Ha- sex. Hammer Jujitsu. So. Hammer <laughs> Yep. Yep. That's what we called it. Nice. Yep. Um, I actually helped him pick the name. He was like, I don't know what to call him. I'm like, bro, hey, you're, you're, the Polish hammer. He, he's a contractor. Dude. He's a great contractor. He's, he's very talented what he does. I love what he did here. I'm like, dude, dude. Did these recess lights. Yeah. Did he, did he build
0: this front Every, space yeah, right here?
1: Everything. Man, he's Boy talented. Te- Boy
0: tech's talented. He's talented, yeah, man.
1: For him. Um, I bet he's, wicked on the mat dude he's got one of the freaking strongest grips i've ever felt oh man. yeah dude the hammer it's, it's the hammer man it's the hammer grip man so when he was looking for names for his academy i'm like dude you're the polish we call him the polish hammer yeah i'm like hammer right. jiu-jitsu man and he ran with it. now he you know he's got his own academy up Good in fairfield him. he's Good doing well with it did he did he follow your
0: uh uh example is he like across, on main street or is he across the street from like a, a Train station parking. Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's actually pretty,
1: he's actually pretty close to a train. Walking distance to yeah, the train yeah, stop. He's pretty close to a train, and See? He's, got, uh, he's not playing games. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Good man. for the he's doing hammer. Great job, nice. man. Man, we'll um, check, check his spot out. Absolutely. Roll through Connecticut. Yeah. So uh yeah, man. So he, we we did a lot of work here. We we took down these walls. We had to put a beam in. We put in the showers, and we just basically gutted the whole place and just made it look nice because it was just. I remember, walls were like green and orange and just dingy and just Mm. you know yeah dude paint it white yeah (laughs) basically
0: yeah let's let's keep it simple and clean easy you know easy to to clean and i like the uh the rough wood planks thank you man give give it a little bit of class and style yeah man look at this old school yeah these these, uh, (laughs) faucets and pipes for the for the rail water will come out if you turn that on so be careful I don't, be- I don't believe you. You don't, you don't know this, but I, I've built a few things myself. Look, look at these valves, though. It's classy. It's classy. Thank you, man. Thank so I, you. So I do have a
1: question. Yeah. How long... How, what was the process for you to come up with your logo, the EJ? Oh, man. Actually, so my wife's a great designer. She mm-hmm. actually came I like up with how you it.
0: switched from my... She my, used to, my, my former my, girlfriend yeah. to my wife. I got to get used That's to That's yeah. something new now, right? It's a good thing to get used to.
1: Yeah, it is. It is, man. So my wife actually is a great designer. She's got... Um, a lot of experience in doing um graphic design. Mm-hmm. So and marketing too. She studied a lot of that in college and all that. Mm-hmm. And um she actually came up with the name and the logo, man. She she she's not playing around. She's not playing She's around. like, "Dude,
0: you need a name and a logo? Yeah. I I got, <laughs> I got you." I got you. I got you. So uh so how did she, like did, would she was she was she uh would it bother you if I talk to you directly, Yolanda, or should I not do that? Oh, no, you can. <laughs> do you want to come over and sit down? And come on, Yola.
1: Jump in here real Yola. quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a another smart move. <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. So, yeah. Okay. So she's she's the genesis of the EJ logo. Yep. I'll ask her about that after she yep. comes back. And the name Essential. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I'll just ask her about those Which, by the way,
1: was genius during the pandemic.
0: Genius oh, thing. Dude, who would have thunk? Uh, uh, essential uh, jujitsu.
1: Everyone <laughs> was Googling essential things. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> came up. And people thought, uh, people, you know, some people like, you name your gym essential because of, I'm like, oh, I mean, we were open before, way before the pandemic happened, but, and then people were like, man, you guys are geniuses for calling. I'm like, well, really, Yolanda's a genius Did, for calling. Yeah, she probably is. Right. Yeah. Who, well, that's,
0: that is just, dumb luck. Yeah, you can't you can yeah. who could have imagined. Yeah. Uh, the pandemic would hit and essential would take on a whole new meaning.
1: Yeah, it's true It's hilarious.
0: Man. All right, while we're waiting for her to show up, I do have some quick like lightning round yeah, questions. Yeah, hit me with them. Man. Hit you with the lightning round questions? All right. okay. If you had to limit your jiu-jitsu to playing one position for the rest
1: of your life, what position would it be, gi or no-gi? Ooh, it'll be uh Knee cut Knee cut Just knee cutting on top knee. Heavy and steady man. In the gi
0: In the gi and yeah. no gi whatever, Both, both. Well,
1: well, If you had to choose
0: one Gi or no gi What do you think it would be?
1: Oh man Man that's a hard one mm, I, I love them both man I, I would probably say Rest of your life Knee cutting in the gi, man. In the gi.
0: I, that's yeah. kind of, I would, I would it, it's almost more satisfying to me in the yeah. gi, that friction kind of. Yeah. Like, if you're doing it with like a hard pressure style, yeah, if your true. style is like to fly through, no, then I'm not no, a gi- no, no. I'm a flyer. No, no. I'm heavy and steady kind of guy. All right, I'm going to hit you with one more uh, lightning round question and then I'm going to okay. ask Yolanda about your, uh, your logo and whatnot. All right. If you could magically absorb one technique from another competitor, who is that competitor, and what technique would it be? It'd be Mikey Musumechi's Barambolo. Damn straight, <laughs> damn straight. I, I, uh, I totally understand that answer. I would not do that because I, I'm a 240 pound man. It would not fit. People would be like, what is this guy trying to do? 240 pound Barambolo dude. All right, thank you for, I have like four My, more yeah, of those. Yeah, we'll yeah. hit some more lightning. All right, bit. cool. Oh. Yolo. Yolo, how you doing? Pull up to a mic. Um, I'm trying to figure out the mic situation. I'm not very good with it, but I imagine you guys are comfortable sharing. So, where did where did this uh, where did the the name Essential Jiu-Jitsu come from? Where did the EJ logo come from? Tell, tell me the genesis, if you don't mind.
2: Uh, so when we were first trying to figure out kinda what, kinda, yeah, we go. were gonna name the, the gym. gym. We kind of yeah. just like, oh, what if we name it the dojo, or what if we name it this? So kind of just. Bouncing ideas off of each other, mm-hmm. just like randomly be in the kitchen cooking something. I'm like, what about this?
0: Did this start while you were still back in Cali, or did this start after the naming the naming idea? Did that conversation start while you were I think looking for stuff?
2: It may have came about when we were driving across the country. Yeah,
0: it's a good time to.
2: We start. had a lot of time a on our hands. Time. <laughs> <laughs> A
0: lot of time. To ch- a lot talk of time in the, in the car. Seat. Yeah,
2: and then I just you know blurted out essential, and I was like, he's like, yeah, I like that. I mean. His style of jiu-jitsu is very the basics, the fundamentals. It's the essential things that you need on the mat. So, we we really liked it. We stuck with it. I also designed a different logo for him, which is his personal logo. Uh-huh. And uh, if you see the J in that logo, it's the same J. Do you
0: do you have uh, the personal logo handy? Could we take a look at uh,
2: it? let me see if yeah, you I might have it on your phone. Have it somewhere. It's actually it's on the heat press. Want it?
0: It. Yeah, Yeah. let's take a look at the first, design, or the, the personal design and the EJ. I had to, I, uh, and it sounds like you actually studied some graphic design.
2: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't my major in college, but right. um, I, it was my minor, fine arts, and mm-hmm. then towards the end of uh, my school, I kind of got really gravitated into, to, you know, teaching myself and yeah. uh, and it just went really hand in hand with marketing, so...
0: So, marketing was a thing that is super uh, i imagine helpful in, at this point in your life like to have to have some academic training coming into this situation where like your partner's in a uh, training facility
2: it's, it's a sticker on the heat press on top of it yeah, it's definitely handy I mean yeah. I, I think nothing is Better than, like, first world experience, kind of learning as you go along, trial and error, but it definitely gives you a good background. Mm
0: -hmm. I imagine. So at this point, I should have asked Yolanda about her experience at Atos. Uh, I knew about this from just background research and whatnot, but I didn't have it on the tip of my tongue. But I should have asked about her time uh, working there, and the parallels between what she was learning, working behind the desk, JT's training, and uh, even you know seeing Professor Galvao and his wife Angelica and their uh, dynamic there about you know what she learned from her years uh, in San Diego. But I was not fully prepared to uh, to interview Yolanda, so I missed the opportunity to follow that line of uh, potential discussion c'est la vie oh so this is so this is the current school logo and this is the uh personal
2: right yes. with
0: the with oh, I, I do not know that there must be a name for this sort of branched uh the reef the wreath?
2: Right, like a roman wreath.
0: the roman wreath with the crown yeah this is a audio podcast. Do you mind if I ask you to, to describe this, like as if as <laughs> if as if someone was going to picture it in their mind? It, Could you describe that?
2: It's uh, it has like a crown and a, a little uh, wreath with a J and a T in the middle. Mm-hmm. That is kind of symmetrical, and I guess that's the best way to and describe it's it. Is it always and, gold? Uh, no, it's not always gold. Okay. These are for like heat presses, so uh-huh. people.
0: Nice. Do you have? Like, is there a contract with someone who who like produces all the t-shirts and the...
2: Uh, I don't have a contract and... per se, mm-hmm. but we usually use the same guy who's out in San Diego.
0: Excellent. Does he do good work?
2: He does, yeah.
0: But not the whole point of this podcast. But one of the side dreams is like, I really just want to make my own T-shirts that say the BJJ Tap Podcast on <laughs> them, <laughs> or or, uh, or Rash Guard. I like I just want to, I just want to, I just want to have some, a couple of T-shirts that like great. have have my podcast name yeah. on it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll find a guy. So uh, at some point, I had I did not marry a graphic designer, so I had to pay a freelance person who did great work for the logo for this podcast. And I was super happy; it worked out well. But uh, it would have been convenient if uh, if I had known someone that I could give them yeah. instead of like just emailing the random void of of the internet. <laughs> but a uh, shout out to, I think it was fiverr.com I used. To nice. Pay, paid someone
2: nice.
0: way more than five bucks, but they gave me good work. So that was excellent.
2: <laughs> That's all that matters.
0: All that matters. Everyone was satisfied. So I'm going to jump back, if you don't mind. I'm going to yeah. jump back to my lightning round questions and then we can run through those. And then I think... We haven't talked about Polaris yet. We haven't, no. Let me talk about Polaris before yeah. we have these lightning rounds. Yeah. Because you were, we were talking about how short the IBJJF Masters rounds are. Yeah. And Polaris rounds are five minutes, too. Short. Short and sub only. Sub only. Right. What What do you think about that rule set? What do you, I, what
1: do you I think about that rule set? I think it's awesome, man. Um, it's awesome because it, there's no... I want to say uh, fear, but there's no. Um, I don't have that in the back of my mind, like. Oh man, if this guy scores an advantage or a sweep, then they're going to just hold on to that little score and try to finish the fight like that. Yeah, the it's, sub only. Yeah, there's
0: no. It simplifies. Yeah. that. It, or or it erases that. Uh, you know, complexity. of Right. The, of right. The points tournament. Like points exactly. tournaments have another level of complexity because you're because people play the points game. Exactly. And you. And you have to play the points game if you're going to be successful, uh, some people would say. But the 100%. sub only, but the sub only is different. And are you how much are you game planning for the people you know who are on the other side of the
1: bracket? Uh, you know what? My game plan is the same for everybody, to be honest with you, mm. for a tournament like this because it's hard. In the sense, that I'm not sure who I'm going to face up against. Right? It could be. This guy, that guy, no, none of those guys. Yeah, it's just so hard to know because it well, all depends. You are
0: squad leader, though. Right? I am
1: squad leader. Yeah, so I get to pick who goes out. There, I there guess. must be
0: some some perks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I get to pick out who goes out first and all that. Which I'm assuming once we get there, we I guess we find out who gets to send out somebody first, or which the would, way I think I think it works is you
0: you identify the order of your squad members, and you decide who goes first. But I think in the moment, you could change. Yeah, you like can you, you at the just, moment. Yeah, exactly. You, you just like, show up to urine. the mat and be like, yep, sorry, Joey, you're, you know, exactly. whatever. It's your turn. And, exactly. there's, and there's a couple of different weight
1: classes, right? There, there are, is. There's the 75 kilos and below, and, then and I think the like 90, the 95 kilos and yeah, below. Yeah, yeah, right. So there's some bigger dudes. Yeah. Do you mind? What do you tell me
0: what you're walking around at? Or? I'm probably like 180, 185 right okay. now, walking around yeah. there. So would you try? To, you try to make that under seventy five kilo? No, no.
1: no I'm, I'm, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't want to make that weight right yeah, now. I hear you. I hear. Yeah, you. You, you know, especially a tournament like this, I'm still probably going to end up fighting bigger guys anyways. Yeah, might as well just. Well, you almost a little bit of extra gu- weight on almost me.
0: guaranteed. Yeah, that like there's going to be you'll probably fight a couple of guys. Yeah, and he's going to be in the mix, and some are going to be bigger. And, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I mean, there you go.
1: I don't want to cut weight go. then.
0: So when you are. So I've heard you talk about, uh, you know, what you're doing for training and whatnot. Yeah. You've mentioned running uh, yeah. oh, a fair yeah. bit. So what sort What sort of distances and times would you typically be running, like, in like if you're preparing for something and if you're not prepared, Like, give me some, like, what, what's the range? If you're really going hard, yeah. how hard are
1: you running? Um, so it all depends on what my coach has me do for that training session, but it's a mix of, like, long distance and then short sprints right how short are your sprints um i would say like a quarter of a of a lap i don't know how many how many meters that is so each
0: size like 100 so if you're going if you're doing a quarter of a lap you're you're basically doing 100 meter sprints
1: 100 meter sprints yeah Yeah.
0: and then like resting in between and hitting It, it again exactly how and and how how many sprints do you think you'd run in a session man
1: um I would, I would say we do, because what we usually do is that we sprint, and then in between the sprints, the rest is like 20 push-ups, 20 squats, 20 yeah, crunches, right, like right. 20 burpees, and then sprint again. So, so we're usually doing something like uh, somewhere between, I would say, 8 to 10 rounds of that. It's tough. Yeah, yeah it's brutal. Yeah. And you're doing
0: it with a, with a few people.
1: Yeah, yeah, so it's fun. Well,
0: well no, it's it's, it's its own type of fun.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, no,
0: no. there's, it's there's...
1: torture fun.
0: where Exactly. It, you
1: feel horrible during it. And yet, you are enjoying it. You're, you are enjoying it at the same time. I don't know, you know exactly so what weird. I mean. No, no, it's I where you hate it, it but you I love it at the same it. time. No, it's
0: a suffer fest. Exactly. Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, okay, so those, those that's kind of what maybe the sprint might look like. Yeah. When you're running longer distances... Like how long are you run it, like and what kind of uh, like how how long are you running and how and what times it taking you, like how easy are you going? Like I'm assuming I'm assuming the idea is to kind of go easy
1: for the long yeah. Run. So like my my coach would give me goals, like he he'll tell me, okay, I want you to run three miles and it yeah. has to be under twenty minutes, you know. Nope. So it's not like too crazy. Yeah, but right. I gotta keep a good pace. Yeah, or we'll do ones where. He'll have me, you know, kind of similar to what we did for the sprints, where instead of doing a sprint, though, I will run an entire lap, come back, and then do, again, 20 push-ups, 20 squats, 20 mm-hmm. sit-ups, 20 burpees, 20 lunges, and then run another lap. And we'll do that for eight to 10 rounds. So mm-hmm. sometimes he has me run two and a half miles while doing uh, you 100, might do 100, 200 push-ups, Burpees squat. in the middle, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And then, and so I'm assuming you're only going to do that kind of sprint thing maybe once or twice a week. You wouldn't do that.
1: Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, you can't, can't do it too often, right? Once especially time. on top of the training that we're doing. Exactly. You, know? right. you can I mean, if I was running training for a marathon, it'd be different, right? You're not training I'm, for a marathon. Yeah, but we're we're training for jujitsu. Jiu We're going to do a lot of jiu-jitsu. Exactly. For jiu-jitsu. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm I'm
0: assuming that, say ahead of that, 2017 ADCC or any major tournament, you're going to taper off and not be doing those sprints in the last couple of weeks, right? No, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The the last two, three weeks,
1: super focused on jiu-jitsu at that point and also recovering and just making sure that I'm healthy for the tournament.
0: What do you like for recovery? On a cliffhanger. It's cruel. Cruel. But I got to cut it off somewhere. I'm going to finish polishing up the second half of the interview, publish it after the Polaris event. It's my plan. Good plan. Good plan. As always, a big thank you to everyone out there listening. Thank you to all the folks who have helped me put this little podcast together. I really appreciate it. I'm listening to all the feedback. I think that these episodes are getting piece by piece better as we go yeah and like i said in the intro if you're enjoying this stuff please subscribe leave the little notification thing on and a huge shout out my sincerest appreciation to jt for taking the time to talk with me for being as open as he was um it really it really was a pleasure both both the interview and training with him beforehand uh can't say enough positive things about essential Jujitsu. definitely check it out if you're in that area and as always if you want to reach out to me you can always get me at the bjjtap at gmail.com all right that's about it for me i hope you're all having fun on the mats take good care of yourselves take good care of each other I'll talk to you again soon episode four is done Peace. i don't want to live and live, like i'm for the mavericks I want her for the bitch that might've made me fuck her even though she average